My, but this has been a costly stretch of time. It's me, out of dough. I mean, you know, Cindy. It started off quietly, unobtrusively. I was playing along. Early December, up and out at Target at 7 a.m. in the morning so I wouldn't have to cope with the crowds or the lines or even finding a place to park. Yeah, me. The one who likes when things are easy. That last week or two before Christmas, I found myself getting into, well, okay, initiating short conversations with other shoppers as we'd desperately scan the retail horizon, the racks, the shelves, or standing in a line shuffling towards the registers through a long display of what you could describe as great last-minute stocking stuffers. As we shared the experience of the last chance gift grab and how it's like sliding down a hill and you want to stop but you have no brakes because there are a few more tiny things you need to buy, face it, there are always going to be a few more things to buy. We're consumers. Go ahead, say it with me. We are consumers. I signed on to the Target app and it told me I had saved $342 shopping with them this year. And I wasn't like, wow, I saved a lot. I was like, whoa, how much did I have to spend to save $350? Especially because Target's famous for putting something on sale. And when you look at it, you see they're really pushing the parameters of sale because the savings is barely in the category of saving at all. Like, take Skippy peanut butter. I almost bought it because it was on sale. Don't miss the air quotes, on sale. Two for $5. And I went to grab two because sale. And then I saw the regular prices, $2.69. So it's a sale in as much as saving 19 cents is a sale. But my point just comes up because what if I saved that $342 in increments of 19 cents at a time? I was never good at math, and that's not going to kick in now, so I'm not going to try to compute the amount, but I imagine it's a lot. All right, okay. I feel guilty for playing the not good at math card. I can do this. Okay, so if all I bought was peanut butter on sale all year, then every $2.50 would have saved 19 cents. So take the $342 and divide it by 19 cents to figure out how many jars of peanut butter I would have had to buy at a savings of 19 cents each. The answer is 1,800. Then you take 1,800 jars at $2.50 a piece. Remember the 19 cents off that would have triggered this purchase had I not been so not today, Target. So 1,800 times two and a half dollars each is Oh, wait, but before you slide off your seat or I burst into tears, I have to figure the total dollar amount of $4,500 is way off. It has to be way off. Plus, I have a Target debit card, which saves me 5% on everything. So if I went back and reconfigured for the five cents off every dollar, it would still be a lot of money. So it couldn't be that I spent that much at Target because I am a savvy shopper with Scottish blood, no less, which is how I even noticed that paltry 19-cent discount. I'm pretty good at the saving money game, especially at Target. If something's not on sale, a real sale, then I'll easily wait a week or more in case it goes on sale. If you pay attention, there's something of a pattern in their sales, and if you wait long enough, pretty much everything goes on sale at some time or another. You can call that a useful shopping trip, and you're welcome. At which point I stop and shake my head and go, I really know a lot about Target, which might also point to my being a pretty loyal customer with a deep love of shopping and of saving a couple of bucks here and there, like the 19 cent catnip mice for Kebster, 90% off, four on a card. That was a tidy savings. I always get sucked in at shopping season, the momentum sort of pulled by gravity or a magnetic field or a compulsion to buy stuff to wrap up and hand out. But the thing that saves me, at least in the big holiday shopping frenzy, is that there is a drop-dead end date. 
December 24th, which you don't already have, you're not going to have. And once that's done, phew. I know in past years, Lane and I have gone on a shopping hiatus for the month of January or sometimes longer, and it's kind of cleansing to stop going to stores and bringing home more than you need. I don't make resolutions, usually. Or if I do, I don't necessarily feel an overwhelming commitment to whatever it is. But it's easy enough to stop spending money, either due to a wave of spender's remorse. I made that up, but you get it, right? Like it's not the shopping I regret, it's the money I have to pay to shop. Or because there's no money left to spend. Either way, it's a useful counterstretch. Like in yoga, when you do something on one side or in one direction, you need to do the counterstretch to the other side or direction to even things out. So a month or so off of shopping is fine with me. I can do anything for a month. You know what was really hard? That stretch of time a couple of years back that I wanted to stop complaining. I did pretty well for a month or two, but at some point I just slid right back down into it. Clearly the complaining thing never ended because there is no drop-dead end date to complaining. Like now, for instance, whining about all the money I'm spending. And I gotta cut out frittering away dollars on fun stuff that I don't really need anyway because there's too much, way too much, not fun, but functional purchases I've been forced to make. Like, in the midst of the shopping extravaganza, I had to pay the property taxes. Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls, or Riverhead. But wait, there's more. Turns out the house I just paid taxes on is starting to have roof issues. And I don't mean starting from zero, just starting to be too hard to ignore. So, yeah, just had to get a new roof. Unless I wanted to invest instead in buckets or paint my ceilings tannish brown to camouflage water spots. No thanks. But here's what I love. The guy who came over to fix random leaks before reluctantly suggesting I might want to consider a bigger fix. His name is Joey. He's got this kind of New York accent that you have to use when you quote him. So he says to me, so listen, I think you should replace the roof on the front of the house. Otherwise, we're just going to keep chasing the leaks. You know what I mean? And I say, well, yeah, Joey, but if the roof is having issues wouldn't we just do the whole thing? And he said, and this is why I am so grateful to have found him, well, that's a lot of money. His reasoning being that the front was urgent, the back could wait a while longer. But wait, there's still more. And this one is the saddest. It's my car, Trixie, that I just love, 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 or I should say, loved. She's the first brand new car I ever owned, which meant being able to hop in and go whenever I wanted or needed. I've had more than my share of cars that were not, how you say, trustworthy. So a new car was just magic. But the magic went up in smoke. Somewhere around 188,000 miles, Trixie had just had enough of being reliable. Blame it on inherent faults with the engine model, but still sad. And Steve, Lane's brother, who's a Subaru master mechanic and who knows every nut and bolt of her, said that replacing the engine would fix that, but the axles are going bad and the transmission's starting to slip, so it would be like the car version of a money pit. When you have a guy who knows cars better than almost anyone and he says to you, get rid of that car, you could be stubborn, but I need a car that works. Only thing to do is begin again. Bite the bullet give her her last rights and get another car, which aside from being, some would say ridiculously sad to me, is compounded by, well, have you looked for a car lately? If you haven't, allow me to fill you in. Turns out one of the millions of ramifications of this pandemic life is a chip shortage. And I would imagine other car parts as well, chip being the brain, and apparently cars are so sophisticated now that you can't get one without a brain. Before I knew how really challenging getting another car was going to be, I started doing some groundwork. 
New Subarus have some feature called I something or other. Wait, I'll look it up. Hold on. Okay, it's Subaru. Oh, okay. Eyesight Driver Assist Technology. I guess I couldn't come up with a short name. Anyway, it means that the car is on the alert. Should you get too close to a car in front of you, it'll hit the brakes so you don't have to, or in case you were texting. But really, doesn't that sound like a whole lot of whiplash coming your way? So no thanks on the eye thingy. And how about those backup cameras? Do I need a camera? Isn't that one more thing to go bad? I'm all about technology making a better ride or electronics, power windows, the greatest invention of the 20th century, and not properly appreciated by anyone who never had to roll up a car window. But if you haven't ever had to, imagine you're driving down the expressway and suddenly a downpour and the rain pounding on the car and into the car and you have to pull over to the side of the road and crank up the windows. How archaic, how Flintstonian. But then I remember the Flintstones car didn't even have windows. But before I get off on a tangent about Fred and Wilma or George and Jane, and if you don't know what I'm referring to, you have some good TV to catch up on. I just want to finish off with this. I reconciled to saying goodbye to Trixie and hello to whatever I wind up naming this newbie, another Forrester, a couple of years more recent. It has no oil leak, but it has drained me. I just hope we have a great partnership and she's worth every dollar of the many, many, many I'm pouring into her. And I hope she keeps me safe and I hope that you stay safe and you're happy and having fun and enjoying the people and the world around you. Because really, cars, roofs, and straining your bank account aside, it's the real things that money can't buy that make life worth living. Not that the stuff isn't fun. If you want more fun, you can always subscribe or sign up to the It's Me, Cindy podcast, which is me sharing what I've seen, learned, thought about, spent, make life or at least a little bit of it a little better. Thanks for listening.